Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. And today, I am so excited because we begin a six-part series, another six-part series. And this series is entitled Six Tips on Reaching Our Teens. Wow, thank you so much for joining me because we're going to look at tip number one. And that is in the context of us trying to reach a young person. All right, so... Tip number one says this, effective communication takes place within a relationship. Let me repeat that. Effective communication takes place within a relationship. Now, the first time you hear it, it may sound superfluous. It may sound, well, duh. It has to take place within a relationship, right? Well, let me just expound on it a bit more. What I mean by this location, the location of effective communication must always be within a relationship. And so there are some questions that I will ask to test this tip. And that is, if you are out there as a parent or a youth worker or a teacher, will be this. If you want to ensure that you are able to communicate well with your child or your student, then the background question to ask yourself is this. Do you have a relationship with the child? And a related one will be how deep is your relationship with the child. And so, because there are some of us, perhaps we are anxious about presenting our communication to the young person. It could be that we are very anxious about trying to persuade them to do some things or to dissuade them from doing certain things. Or it could be that the communication that we need to do is one of discipline is perhaps one of punishment so this tip says or this principle says that all that will be enhanced and become more effective depending on your relationship with the child so the deeper the relationship with the child the more effective the potential that the potential for for the communication being more effective will be enhanced. All right? So deeper the relationship, the more enhanced, or rather the potential of the communication being successful will be enhanced. So let me break it down. Let me break it down to just very practical tips. So based on that question, the first question of how deep is your relationship? 
assuming of course you have one right if you don't have a relationship then i think we need to go deeper but assuming you have a relationship already how deep is it and if those of you who are more well-versed or well-versed in business and economics, then I will pose this question. How invested are you in that relationship? And I'm not talking about getting the economics back, talking about um, getting um, a return on your investment. I'm talking about investment of your time, of your attention, of your love into that relationship? How deep have you done that? Or are you just assuming that it will happen because you happen to be a parent or you happen to be a teacher and you kind of expect that there will be a relationship? Now, it may seem uh, you know, superfluous uh, questioning in that sense, but um, the assumption that we make of uh, just having that relationship because of our position, um, I would say is a fallacy because if you don't have a relationship, then everything that you are doing with the child with regards to communication might just be on a very superficial level. Well, Earlier on, we um, sometime in the podcast, we talked about the five levels of communication. Then I would say such a relationship, such, such a superficial relationship exists in level one and two in the levels of communication. Level one and two referring to just, you know, cliched and trite facts. Just very, it's just a very factual relationship well, then your communication will be just factual. It will not be effectual, but just factual. And so, in wanting to reach out to the child, what does it take? What does it take? If you want to go deeper, it will be a lot of um, your time, a lot of patience, a lot of attention that you must have really invested in the child for you. And, and somewhere I will expand on this further, but for now I will just say the emotional bank account that you have with the child, what is it? Is it rich or is it near empty? And what do I mean by emotional bank account? Think of your child's heart having an account, a bank account in his or her heart. And when you pour yourselves in terms of love, attention, time, effort, all that, it gets taught, it gets deposited in this bank account, emotion bank account. And the child's emotions are full uh, with your love. They feel secure, they feel attached. But once in a while, because your child is developing, and sometimes they may stray from the path of development and do something like, you know, wacky or whatever, and you need to pull them back, that's when you can extract or withdraw from that bank account to actually put in the firm boundaries or to remind him or her about the rules in your house or about the boundaries that you have set 
for example, maybe time boundaries, if they are teenagers, at the time they must come back home and all of that. And sometimes they challenge it right to the, to the hilt of it and sometimes they break it. And then you have to hold them accountable because that's part of an emerging child, uh, adult in learn, learning responsibilities. But for you to do that, to communicate that without a relationship, it will mean it's a very top-down uh, relational kind of thing. It's not going to be as effective as drawing then from your trust that you have developed, drawing from your bank account, your credibility that you have, emotional bank account with the child and saying, well, like once I was told by my teacher and the teacher's words still sears in my memories and that teacher said, I'm so disappointed. Now she was in that position to say that and without you know, eliciting any negative reaction from me because she earned it. And I could just remember and say, yes, yes, you're right. I'm so sorry that I disappointed you. What can I do to make up to it? Rather than push back and say, wow, who are you to tell me that? You have no relation, no caution with me to tell me that. Right? So, and that escalates Perhaps that, you know, uh, bad, bad episode, it becomes even worse. It becomes terrible, right? So, so coming back then, effective communication with a teen always takes place within a relationship that has already been vested, that has already have had the accounts deposited with time, love, and attention because you can't get away from it. There's no way around it. All right. So once again, effective communication takes place within a relationship. Well, I hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to Every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called inspire, connect and elevate your online reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.